G'day guys, Clint here from the Full Landscape, uh, recording episode five at the moment with Justin from Habitat Landscape. In this episode, we talk about landscaping and uh, things that uh, I guess Justin does in the day-to-day operations of his business, uh, how a um, an accident changed the way he runs his business, and much, much more. Hope you enjoy. Y'all ready to turn it up Business isn't really that interesting. We dig holes and we put plants in them. I know, but you know, there's people that are also digging holes and putting plants in them that aren't doing it the same, or they're not doing it as well, or they might even be doing it better, or whatever. But it's all it's that's all subjective, though, isn't it? It is true. <laughs> um, but one way of measuring that is the amount of work that you're getting and the, I guess, the profile of the jobs you're getting because it can be subjective. But when you've got, you know, twenty thousand people interested in it or whatever it might be yeah um so you grew up you're a good dk you grew up up northeast as well is that you yeah i went i grew up in um salisbury heights actually it's where my parents properties yep um, as in they've got land no nah, they're probably uh, half an acre yep not a lot not like not abnormal for that way no nah, not really so back to like a big valley it's pretty uh pretty good place to grow up did you used to ride bmx or anything uh there, there was a bmx truck up the top but um I wasn't really into that you sort of stuff. Mixer. No. And you went to school out that way? Yeah, I went to school at uh, Salisbury Heights Primary School and Pedair was my high school. Did you finish high school? Yeah. Yep. So finished year 12, didn't go to uni? No, I sort of finished year 12, didn't know what I wanted to do. So Yeah, um, that was that. Same old story. It's funny, that was going to be one of my questions is what did you want to be when you grew up? And so landscaping wasn't... I don't think at that time there was not really an industry for it, you know, like it was... It's funny, know. there probably still isn't as much as there is and we know there is. It's definitely over the last 10 years I've seen it change Massive. a lot. And probably more in the last five oh, yeah, well, and definitely, three. But, definitely. Um, I mean, I've only been involved in it for, say, 15 years. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 32. Yeah, so I'm 35, so it's that kind of... Yeah. Well, I sort of look at it, you know, like even the jobs I did when I started working for my old boss was, you know, borrow paving, you know, moss rocks. And now you sort of look at it and it's a totally different ballpark, so... Yeah, we obviously, before I started this, I was working at Newton Sound and Metal, so... My first five years in the landscaping industry was supplying those borrow pavers, and I was running the irrigation shop. But yep. you're seeing, like, if someone came in on a Saturday or a Sunday, like a mum and dad, and they wanted to get someone to do some landscaping, they'd be like, "What are you looking for? Oh, we really like these 300 by 300 promenades. I think they're called, yeah, or the yeah. 220 by 220. No. What are they called? But yeah, it was really just charcoal, sandstone, sometimes yeah. terracotta. Ooh. Yeah, I, I was know. sort of phasing out as I started, so. But that's just, they don't make the terracotta anymore. No, it's actually coming back in now oh, like, as a trend. So, and then the patterns. Yeah, it was all. Yeah, it's all totally different. Yeah, now. but you know, you sort of look at it, and it's not like it wasn't a desirable industry at that point. And then you sort of look at the young guys that are coming to me now, and they're actually this is what they want to do. You know, you get a bit of building, you get a bit of. So you're finding that there's people coming to you saying, "Hey, I want to be a landscaper." Yep. Can I work for Habitat? Definitely. No shit. Because yeah. that's it was going to be something that I was going to ask you further in. Um, like, do you struggle to find staff and do you have a pipeline of staff that are coming or... Previously, I thought it was a, a real struggle. Um, it's always a struggle to get good guys, but... But um, to get interest? To, I think you want, for me now, I want to get guys that that's what they want to do. Yeah. Which is a totally different... So if they've got the right attitude... Well, and you, the desire... You're happy to invest in them. They're not going to leave next week to go find a job that you know might pay better at their 
age bracket or you know yeah well that one or two dollars an hour difference you know but they want to do this as their career yeah and that's the sort of people that i want and they've come to you so your brand has become strong enough that yeah i get get emails about all the time got a guy chasing up i just following on my email from you know a month ago or whatever and so that's you know you, you said before how you know and i know you say it in jest we just dig holes and put in plants these to be getting like I can tell you right now, there would be less than 5% of your market would be getting emails from people saying, hey, I'd like to come work for you. There's, they're, they're, they're struggling to find staff. So yeah. that's that's got to be a badge of honor as much as you're not the kind of guy to like no, it doesn't, I don't wave the flag. Way. I think it's but, more more for me, it's just it's a sort of, it sort of shows to me that the industry is growing and, you know, like mm. I'm passionately involved in it now. Mm. More so than I was, you know, 12 years ago. Well, so you started. So you, so what did you? So you left school. Did you have a high school job or anything? Or yeah, sort of. Um, so basically, what happened was I was working at Faster Pasta. That's yeah, my high school job. Is um, one, the one at Golden Grove? No, the one in Salisbury. Actually, Salisbury. I love Faster Pasta. I miss Sizzler actually, but and then um, on Saturday mornings, I'd go up to um, Top Cat Landscaping, wash trucks, load toolboxes. Did you know him from a family connection or anything? Uh, or so or just Craig, my best mate. His dad is the owner of. Yep. That, so, and so he, you just. Like that was a thing that was available. Yeah, you know, it was you know, got paid to do a little bit of Saturday yep. work and then yep. go spend the weekends and do what we wanted to do after that. So, sort of and then that turned into a job. Uh, we ba- or? we basically after high school we left and we always had this big plan to go stuff in Queensland for a few months and just go surfing and live a good life. And um, by the time we came back for like you know Craig was going to uni and whatever, um, we were up there for three and a half months. So you did go, you did the yeah, Queensland, okay, Queensland. that's good. So went to Queensland no three regrets. and a half months, yep. nah, and then um, we came back and uh, Trev called me and he said, oh, you know, I've got a got a few weeks' work if you're interested. Yep. 12 years later, I still... Oh, and now you're a, a business owner. Yeah, what would have been, I must have been there for maybe, been doing it for 14 years now, so I must have been there for 10 years. Yep, so you got to a point where it was a long service start, like not whether or not that's relevant, but you did your 10 you did Yeah, 10 it was very there. easy for me at the time. Like I was playing in a band and we were travelling a bit, so Trevor and his kids were in the band as well, so he was always like, oh, yeah, you can go. Because, yeah, so he's got more than one kid. Two kids, yep. yeah. And so are they in landscaping now? No, nah, nah. one's a mechanical engineer and one works in uh, music promotion, so. Cool. Um. So then, obviously you decided to start Habitat off the back of your experiences with... No, basically that? what happened was um, Travis pretty much said he was going to retire. Yeah. So um, he pretty much said to you know, a couple of us that if we were interested, you'd help us start our own businesses and uh, you know, get, get us through our building licenses and whatever. And then from there, he'd you know, provide work if we needed so it. So did everyone do... Was there a group of you that went then started um, business? There's or? Chad from Salt Landscaping. Yep. Um, he also played in our band and he grew up with us like childhood friends that's um, crazy so there's all these like band members just gone off yeah so it's just two of us really and then there's another guy Brad who sort of started off on his own as well but, yep um, basically the day that I left I took um, one of Trevor's employees with me he became yep. a supervisor um, so he's been with me since day dot you know it was a big risk at the time yeah but lucky I, you know I had some capital and whatever and I was you know, it wasn't yeah, I think it wasn't as risky as what I, you make it out to be. At the time, yeah, you yeah. think it's yeah, it's scary as the hell. scariest thing was that my wife she'd just gone back to finish her um, psychology masters, so yep. I was leaving. So her. you were the sole. Was, was she working? S- so she wasn't working. She was back at uni. Full she time. was that year. So yep. the same year I started, she went back to uni. I started my business. Yep. I'd gone from having a steady income, yep. guaranteed income, yep. to nothing a really. variable income a variable income and <laughs> which then, is usually varies to the line and still paying a mortgage and whatever and whatever yeah you know, and in making investment into like trucks and all that sort of stuff as well you know so and you um how many staff have you got now 
Seven. Yeah. So, so and how long? How long has it been? Four years, I think. Yeah. So still really young. Yeah. Yeah. Four years, crazy. I, I reckon after in four, we wouldn't. I mean, it's different because of it's labour versus supply. But we we wouldn't. I wouldn't have had seven staff till we were like eight. Oh really? But you I need could probably, you need staff. Yeah, you can't go without, and especially in my situation, it makes it a little bit more difficult. Yeah, I was going to talk about that um, a little bit later, <coughs> um, but I guess yeah, what um, Justin's referring to is an injury that occurred what a year ago, a year ago, yeah, end of the month. I was going to say because so the, the footy the footy season's just started, and it reminded me of that fate. The fatal day is not fatal. Could have been, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, bit, so yeah, I guess um, for for people listening, explain what we're referring to and how that's impacted you and your business. Um, basically, eleven months ago, I uh, went surfing with some mates. Um, I don't really know what happened, but I ended up breaking six vertebrae. Um, thought I punctured my lungs. My mates dragged me off into the beach, and, and then was this a remote? Area? It was a remote beach. Yeah, so just a, oh, about an hour out of Victor Harbour. Yep. Um, on a farmer's property, yep. so there's no car access and all that sort of stuff. I had to walk up a hill. Yep. Um, luckily, had my work gear there. Had some portable tools. So we broke some locks and got the car down there, and um, yeah, got to hospital. I thought I punctured my lungs, and I got the bad news that I hadn't actually punctured my lungs in that moment. I thought I was really soft, and then they said, "Oh, but you've broken six vertebrae." So, how close was that to you not walking again? Uh, well, the vertebrae are higher, so yep. it's more of a risk when so it's it down lower. Be, so, it's yeah. just more, um, you know, not being able to... If you look at it the other way, could have drowned, could have... Um, yep. Yeah. There's so, many, it, There's so many different variables. Well, so. I guess human the, the, life's so easy to take and we don't think about how fragile we are as humans and we go do things like surf and... Yeah, it's definitely changed. And jump my, off walls. Yeah, and that too. So, obviously, surfing something that you're passionate about. You're gonna. I mean, can you surf again? Is it? Yeah, well, you just surf baby waves. Is it? Is it the same adrenaline? I don't, I've, I'm not a surfer, so I don't get. I think I, I don't get the connection with the ocean and the rush and the. I, it's you know, it doesn't always have to be scary. Like yep. you can just be you don't tranquil for, the, for enjoyment. Yep. Just some for some time away from work. I think you know. Yep. You know, it's like start your own business and it encompasses everything that you do. I think I need a hobby because my my dangerous release on stress from work is alcohol so i don't go surfing or meditate i should meditate again but you know what i mean like i don't have a yeah you need it an and outlet. i find that at the moment you know like i just work so what so if you don't obviously music's a big part of your life if you've been in a band for that long yeah sort of is that a release no it's more of a time can time thing. yeah you know it takes up too much time these days where you don't because you time. feel like you need to produce well it takes a long time to do that sort of yep. aspect of um of, you know to do it seriously and if you were getting paid to do it you'd be fine uh but the more, longer i've been in it the more you know that people aren't making money yeah so i don't yeah. think it's like it's not it's not feasible yep. um it's not a feasible uh, on, ongoing um hobby or so are you st- are you still in rehab now yeah so physio twice a week and, and that's for another year or until uh, you yeah two years they say at two years you'll know exactly what you're going to be capable of um, and that's it like after that it's done like you're going to get more capable well pretty much you'll know what you're, you, you'll know your own capacity so yeah. sorry I put my phone on silent first rule of podcast club um, yeah okay so prior to the accident you were quite a hands on director like yeah, like I, I really like going on. I was on site every day, like, and I was helping the guys, and you know, I, I do miss it. Yep. You know, you see these other guys that think like, you know, not being on the tools is amazing. Everyone's but what's the grass is greener syndrome. I don't see that. You know, yeah, you miss it. I do miss it. You know, yep. going out there, you know, hanging out with the guys, 
helping him doing things that camaraderie building stuff you yeah. know like I really do enjoy it um, I didn't set out to be an office guy no. you know like that's not why so what's going to happen is that you're going to have to find a hybrid of like being able to visit sites and direct point and they shoot kind of thing or you've just got, I don't know I think not, it's no, just much more point. I think I've found like since the accident like just more so laying trust in other people and yeah. it'll be what it will be and you can't you can't do too much about it because there's so many directors of landscape companies and obviously we deal with hundreds of landscapers that have been trying to detach from site work and become like working on their business not in their business for so long and you were forced yeah so it, it did make me take that jump to work on the business not in the business yeah but I still has think the, you can't you can't have you can't have a hundred percent hands-off attitude because you don't you're not going to get the results that you're looking for yeah you know you just people can be complacent or you know you're not there to make sure things are happening because you, no matter how much of an how good an employee is they'll never do it like the owner yeah something if they'll do some things better though as well yeah so like that's, well, it might be it's not it's not that expecting. but it's just like little things you know like servicing vehicles or checking yep. that sort of stuff yep. and like if you're not around a lot you think yeah hey, i get it yeah i've got yeah. awesome i've got awesome i've got an awesome team so um, i'm not saying anything negative about them but it's and they all stepped up from what i remember i mean oh, they were amazing you know like, like there was no question they were just like whatever you need dude we're pretty much we've got we've got your back mind the puns so the four months that i was in bed they didn't have a day off yeah so it's Saturday, Sunday. No, no, they did have Saturday like yeah. weekends off. They didn't take it. But there's no. Like, there sick was days. A, there was enough work for yeah. that time. No one was having sick days. Yeah, wow. And they got it done. Yeah, I think we we made a profit for those yeah. four months as well. Which yeah. is So it's it's a sad it's a sad way to push you into a position of becoming an in, an inactive director, I guess, or not an inactive director, but a physically inactive director. Yeah, definitely. And I think. Do you just, take positives from it? Um, I think the positives for me is I just learned to let go a little bit. Yeah. Um, not that I'm controlling, but like I like to know what's going on. Yeah, I have, I have I mean, a very, dis, I have a very dis, like precise, you know, yeah, target you for every day and whatever, you know, like. I don't think that's control. I mean, it's your business. Like, uh, but I sell it to the guys, you know. Like, the business isn't is nothing without them either. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it, it works together. Yeah, it, it's symbiotic. So you've been four years. What did you say? Seven staff. Yeah. Um, the I guess. What what when you have a client ring you? What does your sales process look like? Do you do you deal predominantly with landscape designers, or are you still getting client direct? Uh, probably 50-50, I would say would be where we sit. Yep. So if it's an if it's a designer, you'll get a plan. Just pretty much get an email, and then you'll quote off the plan. Yeah, do a site. Really need to do a site. Oh, you still, uh, need you to still do, do a site inspection yep. just for you know. But you can always just you can just put provisions in your in your quantities and things yep. anyway. So. And if that wasn't the case, you'd then have a client engage you direct. Yeah, which still happens a yeah. lot. And so. you do design, or you yeah, yeah, we we design yeah. and things as well. But I don't really, I don't sell myself. You're not a, a designer. I don't you sell myself yeah. as a designer. Um, yeah. I think, especially in some of the, when you see some of the design that's out there, it's probably respectful to not. Well, that's what I think. You know, these guys, their designers have been doing it for you know x amount of years. They've gone to uni. They've they've studied. They've that's, you know, and I, you yeah. know, I'm not in there to undercut people. I'm here to create like just the industry. Yeah, you know, that's what it's about for me. So. Yeah, I talked about that with I think it was Mitch that when people are quite at peace with their role in the market and that there's enough work for you and you're not hungry and you don't sense this, um, like you're not worried about there being, like it's quite plentiful. Yeah. You're happy to see other people succeed because you know it's not at the, 
oh, detriment of you. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, like I refer so many people on. Like I have like probably a list of six or seven guys. My phone calls. Yep. I say how how you know how quickly do you need this done? Yep. And then sort of say oh you know. Like, so you know oh you call that guy call that guy. Yeah, like whereabouts are you situated? Yep. And from there you just give your own referrals. Like, it's a good way to probably qualify clients as well. I think when you get to a certain place in the market, people might want to use you, but then they're not really aware of how deep that that is financially and. Yeah, you know, if it's a small job and the guys can, uh, they might want to do it yep. on the weekends or whatever, yep. you know. Yep. They can do it on the side. I can help them as well, so, you know, like it's sort of. So do you then, do you run, I'm, I'm going to guess, like a zero style accounting platform? Yeah, zero on the money, so, yep. And do you have a bookkeeper that does all that work for you? I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm asking these questions. I sit on the fence on that, like um, I've thought about bookkeepers So and you things. still do all your data entry? Everything. Yep, all your invoices yep. and then just hand it off to an accountant yep. quarterly or quarterly. yearly for ba- so yep. quarterly for Bass. Yep. You'd be yep. registered for GST with that many staff. Yep, um, definitely. I think I was registered from day dot. Yeah, it's funny. I was, Mitch said the same thing and I guess you, when you're a lot of... The, the reason like for you guys that you need to register for GST is because of the cost of materials on these jobs oh, it, if it goes into your hands it, you're just passing it on but exactly, you're still moving you still more have than to. 70k a year because it's like oh, exactly. 20 grand worth of papers talk to, talk to renderers and things that work for us and they're like oh, yeah you just so you know I'm not qualified for GST okay yeah because they're only charging their labour rate which is not a lot you know? yeah yeah. could do a lot of jobs to cover that so. yeah because you've and I also else. supply materials for some yep. of my contractors as well so yeah I need to get some rendering done, I think. I could get my whole house rendered. I don't even want to begin to think of what it's going to cost. Yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> like, our house is ridiculously big. And then once we do the landscaping, there's going to be I know, a lot I more. know that feeling at the moment, mate. I'm very overwhelmed. Oh, because you, you bought up in the hills. Yeah. And so are you trying to landscape that? Uh, we or are you renovating more than landscaping? We've got... Basically, we bought. Uh, we moved in the week, of my, the week after my accident to a place with um, so you'd signed the contract and then it was all like I'm gonna yeah, so I'm gonna be able to renovate this after hours and yeah so basically like that's what happened and um, we thought you know um, so we've taken on a second mortgage you know yep. you name it yeah, yeah and then I've had an accident where I don't know where I'm gonna get food like don't know where the income's coming from from and there. was your wife still studying at this point no, she no she's she's yep. been back so she's for, practicing now yeah she was only extra year of study so she's been working for three years yep so she what's she qualified in uh, psychology was that an interesting dynamic when you were going through? Like, does she take a psychologist role then or just stays wife and like, uh, you know, like sit, it, it was yeah, so hard for her to flick hard. that switch on and off. I think it's hard. But she was very caring. Naturally. And not one. I mean, if she's caring anyway, I'm guessing. Um, uh, it depends on which day you are. Yeah. Me. Okay, cool. <laughs> Shout out to Mrs. Walkton. Um, so then, uh, so you do your, your zero. Um, do you type your quotes up in zero? No. No. So you do an Excel or a Word document yep. for your quote? Yeah. And then if you so there's there's no you don't have a sales budget you you've got numbers that you feel like you need to achieve you have monthly a, or quarterly you or have annually a, you have a, a pretty good idea yourself yeah but um you know excluding you know what you're doing on materials like you know what you want to make in your business your weight and like how many hours of work a, a person Correct. needs to do a day and all everything so do you if you were doing a, a, a design and it was being done by you would you hand draw that or you don't use CAD or you, uh, fact, basically we out, we outsource CAD. Yep. So you'll do the design by hand and then contract that out and yep, makes sense. Which is, you know, it's just one less thing I've got to learn, one less thing that's going to take up my time and someone's going to do it quicker than me. So I, I get that, man. Like I've got an irrigation designer who drives CAD like no one else and then I don't know anything about what DK does. I don't know how to edit video. I don't know how to do so many things. But I think if you know where your skills are at and you're self-aware enough to hire those people around you, then... Yeah, well, your time could be spent better doing other things. That's right. And that's how I see it. It's the same with, like, you know... 
aspects of building someone's garden. Yep. You sort of know where our time is better spent than So if you need to then contract, so the rendering is an example. Oh, we, we got a qualified renderer on board, but yeah, I can have a renderer working and I can have him my qualified render or not something else you know yeah or, you know yeah well that's business that's it isn't it really it's just about moving dials and flicking switches to make sure that make sure the job happens and you get done on time and, and obviously know. still make a profit yep um so the do you um oh, this is what was the um i guess uh from a machinery point of view do you guys have your own machines do you hire stuff when uh we own an excavator yep. um probably looking truck and bobcat as the next investment yep big uh, truck yeah like 14 yep. tonner yep yep have you got a license to drive you, are you going to be right to do that I probably wouldn't drive it would either employ someone else to do would so would you have would you go get your license for it I've got all that you stuff you got all that stuff yep. oh so, so you got that when you were working for Trevor yeah and so does one of my supervisors does we sort of did it on the on the outside um, as we were yep. leaving so I organised it yep got my, myself and Darren um our like truck licenses. Yeah. I'm pretty um, sure one of my guys has got a like Chris used to be a truck driver. I'm pretty sure he's still got those truck licenses. But yeah. um, I did think that like I sometimes think if I ever owned that kind of stuff, like if we went down the installation arm, I wouldn't have a, a ticket for a fork or a, a sorry a ticket for an excavator or a skid yeah. steer. So I'd ha- I'd be so reliant on my guys to be yeah. able to drive the I, truck. I, yeah, but then you sort of look at it the other way, and it's just extra staff, extra more money, and but it's just the convenience of being able to instead of trying, you know. Get people in. Well, if you've got to move the truck on a Sunday, yeah, you can, or you want to do something at home or whatever, you can just, do you it, just you get know. in your own truck and drive. You're not exactly. having to worry. About and especially for the little ones, like sometimes it's like a little job, and you're just like, oh, I've got to organise that three weeks in advance just to get someone there and make sure they're there. Because the tra- it seems like the the transport, like the the dirt moving market, yeah. is really busy at the moment. Crazy. Like, and those guys can pretty much demand what they want. But I think they're also protecting their relationships. And if you don't have a rela- like, obviously they've got Garden Grove or Newtons, and they contract to them. Yeah, yeah. They're going to protect that exactly because so, in times of famine, it's not there. Exactly right. So that's the that's probably the next biggest decision is what we do in that sense, either that or commercial property. I think is the next. As in whether or not buy you, my own depot and yeah, and then I rent that and have that. As in have a, a commercial property big enough to then sublease that to other people yeah, as, well. as well. Yeah, so yep. I've been looking. Um, and I've sort of got a plan in place for something like that as well That's with hard. a couple of other contractors. So That's a good idea. It's, I've always wanted to own our buildings, you know, that kind of McDonald's yep. idea. Like I'm paying rent to a landlord, but the reality was in the early days. Like, you can't afford it. Well, I don't even, this place would be a million plus. Yeah. And there was no way we were buying. I mean, we when we started the, the shop, we had about 20 grand in the bank. It was not. It's like anyone that starts a small business. Yeah, that's right. You you bootstrap it until you get there. Um, Are you an Apple or an Android user? Apple. Have you always been Apple? Uh, Yeah. Do you think that's driven off the back of your music side of things? Yeah, we swapped to Apple like, what would have been 10 years ago? Yep. Just for recording purposes and whatnot. So I jumped off, I reckon, at Apple. I think the iPhone 5 was my last my last Apple device. I can understand people's frustrations with it all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm a bit um, like against the man. And I was really like, oh, I don't want to be told what to do with my with my files. And um, I guess there's times now, and I, I don't like to admit it because old mate here is like Apple fan. But there's times when I'm like, oh, I probably would have preferred Apple. Like if a... It's user-friendly. It's safe if you want yeah. to go down that line. But yeah, that stuff's pretty, pretty full on as well. Right now, yeah. At the moment, yeah. Um, and then I guess sometimes some apps work better on Apple because they they were written for Apple first, and then yeah, I don't know. I've never, I've never gone the other way, so yeah. I think I've got an, I've got a Samsung tablet. I think yeah, and I don't use it because it's just I don't know the system well enough. Yeah, I find it frustrating. We I've jumped around heaps. Like I've gone like iPhone whatever up to four. Note, Note, like so Samsung, Samsung, Google Plus, uh, Google Pixel. But I'm kind of, 
I guess I'm relatively agnostic. I'll go. I'll go wherever if I, if it's in the best interest of what I'm trying to do. Yeah. For the business, do you run your own socials? Do you run? Yeah. You, you're the guy that's yep. in charge. So Instagram is one that yep. you use. Are you are you doing Facebook as well? Uh, not as much. So that so five years ago were you? Yes. Yep. So do you feel that you personally, as well as from a business point of view, is moving more to Instagram than? Um, I think. Like you prefer to be in that platform. I think so. I think you can cut the crap quicker. Um, yep. You know, it's visual. Yep. So. And your market is visual. Yeah, it sort of makes more sense. Like rather than you know, right, seeing an essay about something, I just find I don't have much time. So. Yeah. So you want to be able to go flick like flick like. Yep. Cool. Cool. Nice photo. Nice photo. Nice photo. Yep. Do you know, you, it's good for inspiration. It's good for all sorts of different things. Do so. you communicate much? I guess in DM, slide into the DM. Do you like um, message other landscapers and designers inside that platform, or do you find clients are coming at you through Instagram and messaging you and asking you questions um, about it's stuff? It's funny you say that. Uh, more so now than ever before, even yeah. with Facebook. Yeah. Probably got like six or seven people in the last two weeks. Yep. Hitting me up asking, on Facebook. Yep. Yeah. Um. But yeah, keep in touch with people, you know, ask questions about things or whatever. Yep, if you see something you like, oh, some you might message Someone that I might be friends comment. with or someone yep. that I know, I might talk to them, I yep. direct on, you know, social media. It's funny how it's changed, though. Like, you imagine having that conversation 10 years ago. Oh. Like. No one would. Yeah. No one would give give anything. But I think it's in everyone's best interest if the whole industry seems like it's doing well, then everyone's doing well. I completely agree. And I think we've kind of come to a tipping point now where there's kind of, we're at a point of no return and... Um, I guess the landscape industry is going to be held to a higher standard in South Australia. I think it's about time, and, and I, it's not going back. And I, yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's things you know, and like you hate to say it, but it's the the construction TV shows and all that sort of stuff, and the interest and that sort of thing. I talk to a lot of guys in, in Melbourne about, um, I guess, their willingness to be involved in construction TV shows, and a lot of the guys probably wouldn't wouldn't do no, it I because do it. of the. The, it's actually can be potentially damaging to your brand. Obviously, there's guys like Dave Franklin who have done really well with brand. Yeah, I think it has its place. Yeah, but so, I don't think it's not for me. I no, well, you, I mean, that, you still have to do it in the week, like, because I, I was asking them about it. I'm like, is it really a well, week? It gives people unrealistic expectation as well. Yeah, and then if you, if they're like, how can you do it in a week, but you still want a hundred grand? Yeah, and like, well, that's the materials and the labor and the. Yeah, it's just it is what it is, but. Um, it's a lot of compromise and that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, so I, I think it's there's definitely people out there that it works for, and there's people that it doesn't. Um, but it does give unrealistic expectations. But I guess, I mean, anyone who really thinks that that's how the world works, there's people out there. That I don't know. Last year before Christmas, we had one like we, reality we, TV customer. We, we were like, there for three months this year already. Yeah, and we've sort of just finished. And he was it was a month before Christmas. He's like, "See, we have this finished before Christmas," and I was like, "No." And because he thought, well, why can't you? Because he's seen it done on TV. Uh, no, we've already done some work there, but I think <laughs> you just had an unrealistic expectation. So, ah, oh, you just got to push your cl- you got to push your <laughs> trades. I do it. I push. I mean, we there's a, we got a, a builder that does work for me at, at home, and I'll always be like, you got nothing on, do you? <laughs> no, no, he's so you're busy. Taking, you're taking the piss. And he, yeah, I'm like, you, you guys be able to get here tomorrow, wouldn't you? And he's like, you no. Nah. So, but it's funny how often you hear it. I do it in jest because I know. Um, and like we, I hadn't seen him for like we had when we had Connor and Lucy. We didn't we stopped all work at the house yep. until like a month ago. It's been like thirteen or fourteen months. I think to finish the ins like the renos of our house, we needed to sand the ceiling in our bathroom and paint it. I think that it was wasn't it. Much. <laughs> it's just like thirteen or fourteen months. Well, um, we'll see how long it takes me to get our renos done. Yeah, it's gonna. You know what, man? Like as you would. It's now, comfortable. The house is comfortable. And, it, and it doesn't need to be done either. There's big bigger things in life than. 
your house. I mean, you've obviously experienced um, what happened with your back. I'm, uh, sh- I'm guessing that's given you some perspective from a personal level as well as a business yeah, def- level. Like, definitely. obviously, I'm here talking to you about your business, but... Definitely. Definitely changed my uh, outlook a lot. Yeah. You know, you're not... I'm not working for 90 hours. I you was. say no to some things more and say yes to other things more now? Definitely. And I think also, you know, at home, I'm not working every night until 10 o'clock yep. where I was you know, last year. Yeah. I think there's sometimes those years occur. Like, you just have to knuckle down for 12 months. I don't, you know, I'm not scared of hard work. No. But you sort of look at it. If it's at the detriment of your Your time with your wife or with your family or downtime or, you know. I struggle with the balance. I mean, I don't, I kind of, I hate that term work-life balance because I think if you're doing something that you really enjoy. um, Oh, and I I really enjoy it and that's probably why I do it. Yeah, it's hard. But then your partner's like, hey, uh, even when it comes to the weekends <laughs> and you want to go hang out with your friends or go surfing or yeah. you know go to that was pretty much the part that I had to remove from my life yeah so like if you wanted if, having well having, business and family yeah I mean I, I don't see how you can genuinely excel at three or four and you have to um, you know you got to make the decision of what's worth it and yeah. friendships that are worth it and whatever and yeah whatever, you and, know, you and, sort and of cut, cut the crap as you get a bit older and you see that friendship circle like that pyramid out to kind of three or four really key friends exactly right um do you, are you still friends with a lot of the guys you went to school with was that your your, your or was it band friends is that a thing band yeah friends or? A sort of a mix of a mix of a lot you know yeah. but um in my current friendship group will probably be a mix of all of it yep and you and that's it now you reckon that's your solid like well there's the people you talk to every yeah. week and if you're not you know yeah because i feel like you know you kind of get to a point where and i think um employment wise like obviously if you've got a good relationship with a landscape designer or a um a paving supplier or someone exactly they might become become part of that part of that as well yeah Um, or the same you know like i've got our pool builder he's just moved into the hills as well so he'll probably move into yep build your pool for you yeah (laughs) no he'll probably just move into a bit more of our friendship group maybe he's a nice guy you know like just things like that you know yeah have an ongoing relationship with him and it's it's, it becomes geographically more convenient i know like um matt and i Matt, who manages Waterproof, we spend a lot of time together outside of work as well, because we're with each other all the time here. But you've got a lot in common for that, and reason. we live, and we, we've got a lot in common. We both love IPA and pizza and golf, all the good stuff. Degree, all the good stuff, the stuff that keeps us looking like each other. Um, <laughs> but he lives like the like I would say under a kilometer from my house. Yeah. So we're both driving well, home. It's convenient, the same day. isn't it? Do you want to just do something for dinner? Yeah, cool. Like so, yeah. geographically, it just pulls you closer together. Exactly right. Um, what do what brand of site radio do your guys run? Uh, Triple J. That, so they listen to Triple J. What's the brand of the like? Oh. Do, you, do they have a, a battery? Uh, this was something that I thought of this morning. I'm like, what are people? Uh, is it all Makita? Uh, <laughs> I I run Makita stuff. Yeah. Um, so the business runs Makita. Yep. But one of the supervisors brings his own tools, which is Milwaukee. Yep. And that was a, funny. It's we a contentious this issue. Oh, I said to him, like, what's the go? Like, what is it? Is DeWalt even in the mix or is it Milwaukee and Makita? Like, 10 years ago, DeWalt was the one you wanted. Yeah. And so now DeWalt's like GMC. Like, it seems to it's like in Bunnings and... No, it's, it's all in Bunnings, yeah. Yeah. I think. Everything's in Bunnings. Yeah. Milwaukee? I'm not sure about that. You'd put in more specialist tools. So, so you're a Makita fan? Yeah, well, I'd, I've had that for many because years. it was your kit and you kind of want to... It's like well, Apple you, you and commit, iPhone. Yeah, Apple you commit and, to that and then you've got all the batteries and you, you know... Any any extras you buy, you just sort of end up buying that. Do you buy your cars new or secondhand? Secondhand. Always? Um, just feel more comfortable? Like I just think, you know, like, it's hard to keep things nice when you're busy. Yeah. You're busy on site. Yep. You're not you're not making money from cleaning your car or looking after... Yep. You know, you can look after as good as you can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to be pre- presentable, but... But 
is your time you're not making money if you're sitting in the depot watching yeah your if you're a car detailing company you might buy a new car exactly but yeah I, I found it I, it was something that I thought of this morning as well like we've only bought new cars when it's relevant yep um, like because of the tax yeah, benefits the, or whatever it's still pretty good at the moment as well though with uh, you can claim full depreciation at 20 grand as well that's right so. and most of the cars we look at are in that 20 to 30 grand bracket anyway but if I was to buy myself a new car now I'd always go second hand because I just do you know what I mean I've been umming and ahhing like I'm thinking about getting a new car for, just for you for me yeah um, I've been driving around the same car for a long time yeah but then I think about it the other way and like, do I need it? And what could that money be better spent on? Exactly. At such an early stage in your business. And you've also recently experienced a knockback. Yeah. What happens if another knockback happens? Not you physically, but like... Yeah, I like to be. I'm, whatever. I'm relatively cautious. Yeah. So. The, um, we talked about it, uh, Mitch and I talked, because Mitch from Sanderstone just bought his third new, and he's been buying new cars. And we just looked at the difference between all of that and the Toyota, Toyota access and, yep. and all that jazz. Uh, what did I have? Do you think like you talked about the commercial property before? Do you think you'll always be in landscaping? Is it something that I uh, sort of I'm in with a few other ideas, but I think like I'm in this for long haul now. Like, yep. so this would be my primary business, but I do have other yep. interests and ideas around that, or outside of this as well. So, so if you were to move into a different business, it would be a per- peripheral business of the same. Um, like probably would, not of the same of like as in landscaping can become building quite easily but you uh, I think I'd be to be something totally different yeah so you you would Just be a extreme of like now I'm a, I own a restaurant or a yep. pizza food truck or, I think so. or whatever something that doesn't require Just so further study obviously yeah I think that and also um, just for interest sake you know keep the mind ticking yep um, do you read um, a little bit yeah yep. are you reading anything at the moment no not at the moment what was the last book you read uh I can't remember probably before my accident yeah so yeah so when you were laid up what, what were you doing to keep yourself were you, trying were you gaming bus- trying to run a business <laughs> yeah so obviously just running a business with well, less movement so yeah, taking, so taking longer, longer to time get or you know having to refer like a lot more email and a lot more like, so, so if you if you'd hurt yourself 15 years ago or 20 years ago if you were alive and you were 33 then yep that would have been a totally different game yep so you were able to operate your business from your phone or yep. from your from your tablet from, from, from your phone so basically my wife would make me food she'd yep. leave out there for the side they'd go to work so she'd leave you your day's food yeah pretty much yep and that's it you you, you weren't able to get out of bed uh, you could but it, but it was a process yeah so, yep. so yeah. you just had to stay still pretty much just lay there brace no nah, no brace just don't move yep yep so the, the the vertebrae that were damaged the ones connected to your rib cage oh so you're twisting so and twisting and things like that is bad but you sort of um you didn't need any bracing and whatever, but it just uh, just lay there, you know, have your computer charged and make sure you are. Oh man! And so then trying to trying to trying to phone like you know FaceTime with clients and the guys and yep. trying to explain levels and or, pointing and you know like really awkward. But that's pretty much what your day spent. And then you'd be thinking about it, so you'd be laying there all day and you'd just be over analyzing everything yep. and thinking about. Oh, it. did I tell them this properly? Or yeah, and you're remembering things that you've discussed and um, throughout the time I was on painkillers, so your memory's pretty bad and you're sleeping a lot and. Did you run a headset? No. Nah. So you were holding your phone. Yeah. Holding your phone as well. Yeah. Just loud, loudspeaker. Yeah. I went to a headset October last year, and I've not turned back. I can't do it. My old boss used to run a headset. You look. You, and he just looks like a. He just. Looks oh, like I don't care what I look like. Where is my headset? Yeah. Like. Uh, I probably. I, I probably need one. Right. But the guys are paying me out too much that it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. See, I guess if I cared about what people thought about me, I probably would lose some weight. But um, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't care too much. So this, like, this is corded as well, so it makes me look like even more like a dick. And he's got his little um, Apple earbuds, but 
I I moved to the, this headset. This is a Will I Am headset. So Matt bought one for me for my birthday. This is my second one because I lost the one he bought me for my birthday, which we try not to talk about too much. But do you want to talk about that? Uh, so, we can talk about. So how did you lose that? Well, if we knew that, I think my four-year-old son said, "Where did you have it last, Dad?" And I was like, "No worries, dude." Like, because <laughs> I think maybe that's what he gets asked. I don't know. I I'm you know you talked before about you don't you're not making money when you're washing your car. Yeah. I move so fast all the time that sometimes the casualties are things, text messages. Yep. Emails, relationships, headsets. I lost that the same laptop that I've got there. No idea, no idea where it went. Yeah, like I'm, a whole laptop. So it happens. Um, yeah, I can't say I'm the most careful with some of my so, uh, my belongings. I don't know what I don't know. I guess it's just a personality trait for me. Like, what do you do? Like, I can't. If I slow down, do I maybe miss out on making some money here that covers the cost of? Yeah, I don't know. Something it's my personality. I, it's not gonna. It's not something that I can change. So that being said, it's not always about money, though, is it? Uh, no. It's like I don't think it's like for me, money's it's a tool to go, to win the game again. Yeah. Like to have another. It's almost like just to buy another ticket. Mm. Like I want to make sure that it's it's egos. This is about ego for me. It's not about money. No. So I just want to win, um, and to win, I need more money because I need to then deploy that money against. Uh, new t- software technology or a new something else. Well, our, our website. I mean, we got a dude full time just on our website. Like, yeah, that costs right. money, you know. And then we have to do changes on that. What's your favorite cuisine? Um, probably by default, but my wife makes a lot of Japanese food. So yeah, it's up there for me, man. I do. I do enjoy it. Japanese and Italian. Yeah. Like, I don't know if anyone's come up with a fusion restaurant of those two yet, but oh, I'm sure my wife will come up with something. Sushi, sushi entree, and like pasta or pizza main just sushi pasta sushi pasta I don't know if that would work I think the pasta might warm this up so she makes a lot of Japanese food as in like legit Japanese food yeah yeah has she got a background there or no she just fell into her love of sushi which has expanded to her love of straight up like soba and tonkatsu and whatever like you name it that's that's our cuisine at home and so you got the sauces like you've got the proper tonkatsu sauce and the proper mirin and the soy oh wow yep so you know, did any any dinner party people come up? It's, like, it's Japanese. It's Japanese. So. Sake or not? Uh, the funny thing is, I went to Vietnam last year, and uh, the night before, we got damaged on some sake. Yeah. And uh, in so, Vietnam? No, no. The night before, we went out for a dinner with some yep. friends and just some. See you later. Yeah, and uh, since since then, never again. Yeah, sake is a funny one. Like, I think if you don't drink it in the right way. As in small amounts. I don't think drinking as it part of a as part of a meal. Or yeah, not like shots, 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 shots. I, I don't think tumblers full of sake is the. Uh, Did you say tumblers? Yeah. As in like a larger cup than that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm pointing at a at a mug. Um, the no maps. I noticed obviously you shared recently on Facebook that you guys you'd released a new song. Was that what? Uh, so basically, what happened was um, would have been two thousand. Must be 2016. Yep. Um, we pretty much got too busy to do music. How many guys are in the band? Uh, played in a few different bands over my time. Yep. But um, the main band I played with was five of us. Yep. And then from that, when that sort of disbanded, um, we, yeah, two of us sort of kept. So that no maps is two? Just two of us, yeah. And what do you do? Um, just generally play guitar yep. production but it's no longer like getting a room and playing music together yeah it's, I get that Like it's a computer you know basically and you share files in yeah. is there an ecosystem for that like is there an app or a 
or a website where that's done. Uh, yeah, we should be using email pretty yep. much as the, but that's pretty much it. So uh, after our, you know the band that we're in for eight years or whatever, yep. we moved on to starting this other thing called Problems, yep. which was uh, good. Toured and had fun and. So where did you tour internationally? Uh, in the original band we did, but yep. this one we just played Australia. So did you you travelled a lot from with music? I wouldn't say a lot. Like we've travelled Australia a lot. Yep. Did you do it like Europe or America? Or yeah, we toured Europe as the one of our original bands. Yep. And how long did you travel for? Uh, that's been six weeks. This I think we spoke about this. So, was this so where you lived in the van, or yeah, that was in Australia? Lived, no, we lived in a van in Australia as well. But yeah. Basically, in Europe, we six guys in a van for six weeks. <laughs> Six guys in a van, yeah, all sleeping in the van. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this when I was in Melbourne because I was trying to find accommodation in Melbourne. He's like, just hire a van, and sleep in the van. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'd rather stay in. So my- you know, we had we had a Winnebago when you're in Europe, but in yeah. Australia, we'd just hire like a a tradie van, a tradie van, like a high ace or whatever, and five guys would sleep in the back. Yep. Were you drinking? Yeah, yeah. So it was, <laughs> so it was easy to get to sleep. I could just imagine yeah. five. There were nights, you know, where you'd like the singer before, like you'd look outside the van, he's asleep on the footpath. <laughs> <laughs> Like it wasn't always comfortable, but it was always, it was always fun. And you got it done. Yeah, it depends on. Well, who you're you, here. Ask. Yeah. you finished. You finished. Like you, you came home, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. We never, we never lost anyone. I think we only missed one flight. In- yeah, I've never missed a flight. I'm really over. I'm like the kind of dude that fills up with my petrol tank before the light comes on. And yeah, I'm the same. It's weird, like. But when you're still out and it's like four o'clock in the morning, and then you're trying to. This yeah, is a, I, this is a past life, though. You know. Now. Yeah, you're an adult now, running a business. Um. So yeah, we started. We stopped problems, and then we started. We just started making. We had a whole bunch of other songs which we did, and then um, yeah, so we just made another song and put out our new name. Just to make sure you, just to get it done, like it was. Yeah, a, I think it's just a creativity thing. Yep. Like one of the guys I make music with has got a couple of kids now, so I think he does it for his own. Yeah. Sanity. I really need to come up with a hobby. I, I genuinely think my hobby is business. I think I'm come. I'm pretty much there with you. Like I. Like, if I have a spare moment, uh, like last night, I was watching um, Google Analytics videos on YouTube to try and learn how to read our our website traffic better Yeah. because I want to get better at it. And that's the only way I can think of doing it rather than engaging someone to do it. But even if I did, like, I obviously have DK to do my filming, but I, I have a general idea of the, the software that's used, how long it takes to edit a video. Like, I'm not going to do it, but I want to know how to do it before I employ someone to do it. Yeah. And... Like if I've got spare moments, I'm like trying to make Facebook ads or Instagram ads and testing. And I get a, a rush out of like doing a new Facebook ad and then seeing it convert customers or I don't know. See, so maybe you don't need a hobby. Well, I don't think I do. Um, my, I think my hobby was drinking, but I need to stop doing that. Or I, I kind of have stopped doing that. I did catch you out the other day. Oh, I fucking relapsed really bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was in Melbourne, I was getting screenshots of me holding a beer from multiple you weren't the only one because yeah. Inika took a Instagram and there's just me standing there with a beer chatting to some dude <laughs> like oh yeah that's, not, that's not iced tea media. is it no it wasn't iced tea and it wasn't one iced tea either but um, yeah that's, I'm going to deal with that that's, I'm going to go to rehab or something <laughs> um, so do you think you'll maintain the current staffing numbers that you're running at the moment do you feel like it's a, it, do you need do you think you're going to need more uh, we're pretty busy, yeah. So, but you just got to make sure you're making the right decisions, I guess. So, I sort of I contract a bit more than what I did before, and, and find other ways around it without having to employ more staff. It's hard, man. Like, I, I t- obviously speak to a lot of people, and it's almost like if you're not going to have four or six dudes or ladies, yeah, you need 
50 or 60. Yeah. And which have is, that whole machine. Yeah, which, which is... In residentially. It's a huge jump and it's a huge thing, so... Um, well, there was a guy in Melbourne. And it makes it hard to also, you know, keep an eye on, yeah. on you know, quality control and all that sort of stuff, so... There's a guy in Melbourne who's got 70, residential landscaper. But wow. I think he's done it over 25 years yep. or something. So if you can, if you could find, like you're, you've got your supervisor or your key roles, if you can then start duplicating that and they care as much about it as you do, you can, but aren't willing to start their own business. I don't think Adelaide would have the market for anything like that anyway. No, yeah, but I don't think Adelaide had a market. Of oh, 10 years ago, I never thought I'd see... I mean, half a million dollar backyards no yeah, but I don't think yards. I need to be the guy that's no you're not going to taking it, it taking, yeah, over, yeah, yeah. taking over the whole landscape no, industry or anything like you're that you're happy to be your, your slice of the pizza and just I'm not greedy and do your thing yeah um, I had my latest my last question for you is give me a question that you want me to ask our next guest I don't know your next guest the next I'll, I'll, should I tell him I know who my next guest is um, the next guest is Josh Hooper from Landscape Techniques Ah, so what do I ask Josh? Mitch wants me to find out if you're his cousin or something. Me? He said, "Are they related?" <laughs> <laughs> We'd both have no it's hair. The new look, yeah, that's right. Um, you, <laughs> we talked about that. Well, I've got absolutely no idea. I don't know what I'd... I. Oh, that's why I didn't want to tell you who the guest was because it was like we were talking about it before. This could go really bad. Like, what did you have for breakfast? Or yeah, you know. <laughs> DK said when did you have sex last <laughs> that was DK's question don't go down that path I don't know like if it was okay what's a question that you would ask any guest I always wondered if Josh gets angry he's always so polite and nice cool we'll ask Josh that do you get angry <laughs> I think he's pretty composed and I know always lot, composed I know a lot of people that have worked for him and I've dealt with him for 15 years and no I don't think he does but we'll talk about it um, is there anything you want to? Is there anything you want to plug about anything you're working on at the moment? Um, obviously, this is going to be heard by I don't know 100 people. Um, nah. Your your website, your not Instagram. Really. If people want us to do their work, they'll find us themselves. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't. I'm not really chasing it. So. Yep. Um, I just let it be what it is. Wicked man. Thank you so much for coming in at short notice. No worries. I know for anyone, for everyone. Um, I asked Justin like two days ago if he'd be happy to come on and he graciously said yes Monday night so yeah thank you very much